Birshutchem, with everyone's permission, Vihi Noam, Adonai Deleno Adeno, Mamasei Adeno Korona Adeno, Mamasei Adeno Koreneo. Happiest Thursday. Today's year is dedicated to Yudun Ishmat, Rachel Bat Yosef, Matitia Ben Nevi, Yaakov Ben Binyamin, Asnat Bat Yehuda, Dina Bat Matitia, Dina Bat Aaron, Esther Bat Mashiach, Esther Bat Eliyahu, Dina Daniel Ben Ephraim, David Ben Itidia, Ephraim Ben Yehuda, and Esther Bat Nisan, and Rah Hashem Tenicham Ben Eden, for the Rufuah Shlema, Avdan Ben Esther, Nisan Ben Chana, Moshe Ben Chana, Yitzchak Ben Yafai, Yechezkel Ben Rachel, Nisim Ben Dina, Chana Orli Bat Evora, and Moshe Ben Zilpa, and Rufana Lo. So we are learning, we're in Kilalot uh, Bet, the second group of uh, principles that we can learn and that we can take. And we went through the six positive uh, commandments, mitzvot that a person can do every moment of the day. Now, every moment of the day that a person thinks about Hashem, that a person thinks about and contemplates our love of Hashem, the greatness of Hashem, the oneness of Hashem, uh, you can learn and read and go over the the for very first chapter that the Rambam Maimonides writes in Mishneh Torah, the way he introduces uh, his entire book. The Rambam Maimonides, his magnum opus was the Mishneh Torah. He collected, you know, he, he wrote the book, the only book that has ever been attempted to be written, uh, even since the time of the Gemara, that he said, I'm going to try to cover all the bottom line of everything a person needs to know in order to be Jewish uh, in one book. Uh, and to the extent that if you have a Tanakh, and you have the Torah, Nevi'im, and Kitubim, the, uh, and you have my book, you have everything you need to know in order to be a Jew. The, he's the only one who actually attempted to write it and to achieve that goal. It's an incredible, incredible book. Now, what's the first chapter that he starts with? Is these topics. Yesod ha-yesodot ve'amur ha-chokhmot, the foundation of foundations and the pillar, the pillar of all wisdom in the world is leda she'yesham matsui rishon ve'hum amtsi kol nimtza. That there was one creator, one founder in the world. He came before anything that was created, and he gives existence to anything that exists uh, in the world. So this is the foundation of foundations: is to know that there is one God and to live by the principle of there being one God. Now, yesh arba mitzvot lota asetitiriyot. This is where we got up to. There are four mitzvot, negative commandments that a person can do uh, every moment of the day. So, Aleph, one is, Not to consider for a moment that there is any authority or power that I should answer to other than Hashem. Period. This was the character trait of the Jew for year after year after year. The reason why we survived the Galut, the reason why we survived the exile, and why uh, so many of the Goim and so many of the countries uh, hated us over the years. Why, why was there so much anti-Semitism uh, over the years? Because uh, morning, morning. Because the Jewish nation, we were the only ones in any country that we lived in that had the nerve, that had the guts to say that the government that we live under is not the ultimate authority. Period. It doesn't matter. You're a king. You're a queen. You're a president. You're a prime minister. You're a senator. You're a mayor. You're whoever you are, you are not the ultimate authority in this world. The ultimate authority in this world is Hashem, and Hashem only. And as individuals and as people, we answer to God. First, we answer to God. 
second any other person in the world, any other person, any other being. So this is foundational. As long as you know, when we internalize that ultimately, ultimately, my existence is to answer to Hashem and to Hashem above anybody else. Anybody else is is another person. Right? Hashem is the is the one we answer to. We do a mitzvah. So not to think that there is any authority, ultimate authority, other than Hashem. If we don't think of, you know, they, in those days also, uh, for many years they thought about idols and they worshipped idols and, uh, you know, worshipping uh, spirits, spirits that rested inside the statue, the spirit that rested inside the tree, the spirit that rested inside uh, uh, wherever it was. So as long as a person doesn't believe that, if we... We spend a few think uh, a few seconds of our day thinking that Abu oh, Dazara is fake. That's an easy mitzvot. Easy mitzvot we can do. Bet Hishamer lecha pen et Adonai. Guard yourself lest you forget Hashem. Guard ourselves lest we forget Hashem. So the Gemara says that what? Uh, how do you fulfill that? How do you guard yourself lest you forget Hashem? By uprooting arrogance from from within us. And a person has gava. When a person has arrogance, if I have ego, I think that I'm the I'm the greatest. <laughs> I'm the one that everybody should bow to. I'm the one everybody should answer to. I'm the one. Then what does what does Hashem say? Hashem says I can't live with that person. We're not. We we don't work. Uh, we don't mesh together. I don't. I can't live with him. He can't in the, in the same world. I can't live with her uh, in the same world. If that's the way they operate. What causes a person to forget Hashem? If we think that we're the most important. If I'm the center of the universe, me. I'm the center. Everything. Hashem created the entire world, all of the universe, all of the galaxies, all there for what? For me. Every. I'm the center. I'm the center of this entire universe. I'm a tiny dot. Uh, if, you, if we, if we, you don't even have to go all the way out to space. Just go up to where the clouds are over here. Forget even going out to space. Uh, we're a little dot that you can barely see. We're a tiny, tiny dot in the universe of Hashem. Even planet Earth is not even the center of the universe. We go around the sun in the solar system. So we're a tiny dot of dots. Oh, we think ourselves. No, no, uh, but me, but me. We think about ourselves. That's the ultimate way to forget Hashem. To forget Hashem is to think that the world is just about me. So Hisham and the Chalat Torah says, watch yourself lest you forget that who is the center of the universe? Hashem is the center of the universe. God is there. We're a very small part of it. If we have the zikhut to serve Hashem in the right way, maybe we, uh, Hashem will bless us and, and, and we'll have uh, honor, a little bit of honor and dignity in this world and in the next world. Bezrat Hashem. But we're a very, very tiny part of the equation of the universe. universe. Gimel. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Don't follow your heart and don't follow your eyes. The heart is misleading. The eyes are misleading. Oh, how many songs are there um, out there about following your heart, about following <laughs> following your emotions, following what you feel? The Torah says, Lotaturu, don't follow your heart. Your heart is misleading you. Your heart is lying to you. <laughs> Be very, very careful. 
<laughs> well, we feel we have to follow wisdom, we have to follow the brain, and we have to follow logic, we have to follow what the Torah teaches us, not to just uh, follow what I feel. Uh, I feel like it's right, so that means, uh, that means it's the right thing to do. <laughs> A person's heart will lead him to the grave, <laughs> will lead her to the grave. A person's eyes, uh, we follow what our, our eyes say, our eyes say, oh, let's okay, what? Eventually it leads a person to the grave. Chas v'shalom. Lo taturu. The Torah says, don't follow your heart. Don't follow. Don't follow your eyes. And we have to follow the Torah. We have to follow Hashem. We have to follow what logic dictates. What's going to be best for us in the long term, in the future. Not just what we feel in the moment. Anytime a person does that, anytime a person can have the foresight and the vision to not think about the short term, what do I want right now, and what do I feel right now, and think, well, wait, down the line, for the future, in the long term, uh, am I doing really what's best? Am I really making the best decision? A person's doing a mitzvah in the Torah. It's one of the mitzvah of the Torah. Don't follow your emotions. Don't follow your eyes. Follow what's best in the long term. Follow what's well. Look with uh, with long term vision. Dalid number four. Not to have pride, not to have arrogance. And in any sense, and not to raise our hearts, not to lift our hearts above any other person. Right, we should always be lowly like the hyssop uh, plant, like the lowest of the plants. Always have respect for every individual. Always think that who is on high, who is above, Hashem is above. Hashem is above. The rest of us, we're all uh, on an equal plane. We're all lower than, than Hashem. Every person is a person. Adam is Adam. A person is a person. Who is the one above? Hashem is the one above. We we have no right to think that we are higher than Hashem. And I, I really it comes to mind this beautiful line from Rav Soloveitchik that uh, we've mentioned a couple of times before, but it's so powerful that they asked him, "Fear of Hashem? Fear is not a good emotion for a person to fear others. You know, to be to be in fear and to live with fear. Why do we promote fear of God? We say you have to fear God." How is fear of God a good thing? It's not good to promote and tell people to fear. So Rav Soloveitchik said, it's the fear that ends all other fears. When a person fears Hashem, there's nothing else in the world that I fear. What else do I have to fear? I only fear Hashem. If a person doesn't fear Hashem, a person has all kinds of anxieties, all kinds of fears. I'm afraid of this person. I'm afraid of this that it said in the news. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of... There's all kinds of anxieties and fears which will automatically uh, jump into the picture. But if a person fears God, I'm only afraid of God, that actually strengthens a person. It's the fear that ends all other fears. <coughs> and this is what the Torah teaches us. This is the, there's a qualitative difference between a person who lives on a daily basis with the knowledge of Hashem that I know that wh- what am I living for? What is my existence for? It's for Hashem. It's uh, not for any other person. It's not even for myself. That I live to sanctify the name of Hashem in this world. 
it's a qualitative difference from a person that, what do I live for? I live for myself. I live for myself and for my own honor and for my own pleasure and, and for other others to honor me and for others to indulge me uh, in my pleasure. That becomes the slavery of my life for others to for others to have to indulge me. It's a qualitative difference, a qualitative level of freedom that Hashem gives us when we think in those terms. That I'm here in this world for Hashem. I'm not here in this world to. Uh, to be a slave to myself or to other people or to any other being uh, other than Hashem. So those, these are all mitzvot that we can do on a daily basis. Gimel. Wow. So there are four conditions that we have to have and we have to think about whenever we perform any mitzvah. What Peleyoetz is saying here is that a, a mitzvah that we do is not a dry action. It's not something that, you know, just go through the motions. It doesn't matter what you feel. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, you go through the emotions. But if, but if we're not actually paying attention to what we're doing and making sure that we're doing it in the right way, in the way that Hashem wants it, then what's the purpose of the action? The ultimate example of this is what we see several times in the prophets, in the Navi. Yishayahu, the beginning of Yishayahu, Yirmiyahu, over and over again. He tells the Jewish people, why are you bringing korbanot? Don't bring korbanot. Hashem didn't command you to bring korbanot in the Beit HaMikdash. Hashem doesn't even want your korbanot. Don't bring your korbanot in the Beit HaMikdash. And the commentaries all bring up the question. What do you mean Hashem doesn't want the korbanot? Hashem didn't ask you to bring korbanot. Just, we just finished uh, Sefer Vayikra <laughs> right now. We're starting Sefer Vayikra. All of Sefer Vayikra is about all of the korbanot that Hashem asked us to bring in the Beit HaMikdash. So who are the prophets to come and say, Hashem doesn't want your korbanot. Hashem didn't ask you for your korbanot. Hashem did ask us for the korbanot. Hashem asked us to come to the Beit HaMikdash and to bring korbanot every day on behalf of the Jewish people when a person has events in his life uh, to bring korbanot on the Chagim on all the holidays to come to the Beit HaMikdash. So what does it mean? And they all explain because Hashem wanted us to bring korbanot so that we improve ourselves and so we come to Hashem. If a person is just bringing korbanot of I want to live my sinful life and I'll make the donation to the Beit HaMikdash also, I don't need your korbanot. What do I, I don't need your donations. I don't need you. I want you. I gave you a Torah so that you could be a good person. Right? So that's what the prophets mean when they say Hashem says, "I don't want your korbanot. I don't need your korbanot. I don't need your donations. I don't need your sinful life. All of this I gave as an opportunity to be a better person. That's the goal." So, Bezvat Hashem, we're going to pause on that point, but this is the next idea that Peleyoetz is going to get into. Okay? So, we wish everybody a wonderful day. Happiest Thursday. Happiest Thursday.